Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Look, we all know you are what you eat. Mm. Yes. What's that say about us? I'm not quite sure. I'm a beach ball. Oh, yes. yes. It's an old joke. It's an old joke. <laughs> yes. Well, let's talk now about uh, about boosting our immune system. We're all a little bit more conscious about our health uh, since the past uh, a year or so, uh, almost uh, two years now coming up. And good health and immunity uh, have become really sought-after goals for a lot of us. People have been exercising more, uh, getting out, and to achieve that, we are looking to Focus uh, on exercise, on supplements, on good eating, good food. Let's have a conversation now with Dr. Alex Chio, the Regional Director at Research and Development and Scientific Affairs for Herbalife Nutrition, and Dr. Jeremy Lim, the CEO and founder of Amili. Now, uh, Dr. Lim, uh, Amili is the first gut microbiome bank in Singapore. I need to know what that is, Dr. Lim. First of all, welcome to you both. Uh, great to have you on the show. What is a gut microbiome bank? Yeah. Well, and a very good, and a very good morning to you, gentlemen. Thank you. Um, the, the microbiome really refers to the 100 trillion microbes that reside within your gut. So when we talk about how we are not alone, that's much truer than what we actually believe. And with advances in really sequencing technology and in computing power, we now know that these 100 trillion microbes play a phenomenally important role in all facets of health, including the immune function, which we are going to discuss today. Hmm. Wow. But just before we go into more detail, can you just say again, how many? How many, Dr. Lim? 100 trillion. So we have 100 trillion. 100 trillion bugs or microbes living inside your gut right and to give some sense of how complex they are mm. uh, we are as humans about twenty thousand genes the microbes in our gut are two to three million genes so in in levels of complexity in what they do they they, they outgun us right. totally and that was going to be my question for yourself and then maybe dr Chio wants to come in after why is it important? Why should we care? What impact do these millions and millions of uh, little bugs have to us or on us? Yeah, well, um, the microbes really affect everything from our metabolism to our immunity, even to what is described as the gut-brain axis. And there's very clear and compelling evidence that, say, children with, with autism have very different my, uh, really microbial signatures compared to those who don't have. And the list goes on and on across multiple disease conditions, even in, in what we consider to be a very genetic disease, such as, say, cancer. Uh, really, researchers in the U.S. have well, successfully primed the immune system of patients with cancer by modifying the microbes so that the patients become much more responsive to, to the immune therapies and really the other therapies. And that's been groundbreaking in the last 12 months. Very, very exciting work. And the good thing is that we're only just beginning. Wow. Well, we're bringing Dr. Cho now. He's a regional director, research and development, scientific affairs, Asia Pacific, at Herbalife Nutrition. So you're an expert in all things nutritional. What would you say to that point? And what sort of nutrition do we need or should we be taking to help our own immune system? Well, like uh, what Dr. Lim was just saying just now, uh, you know, uh, we have all the bugs, right? Uh, in our guts that has an impact on our immune health, our overall health, 
And uh, the thing we need to do now is, of course, to feed them, right? And we are what we eat, right? And we have good nutrients that go into our body. The good nutrients go in there and just select for the better bugs that we want. So uh, we need to feed those bugs, right? So, um, of course, uh, you know, when we talk about, uh, you know, the essential uh, so-called nutrients that we need for our health, uh, we need to address this thing called the physical and mental health as well. Because when we talk about overall health and well-being, we're really talking about physical and mental health, right? So we need to make two choices, and the two choices is what are your diet choices? And the other one is are you willing to exercise? So, uh, you know, making good choices uh, with your, your food consumption and, and good, good pro- I mean, good food. I mean, a nutrition food, a nutritional food does not mean that they taste bad, right? So, mm-hmm. so uh, for those people who love to eat out there, please don't think that we are party poopers here. We don't blow a balloon, uh, blow uh, and all that stuff. But we can take that. You know, there are a lot of food out there. People are making innovation, R&D, right? Um, making good product that is tasty and at the same time nutritious. So this is a, a key point. And uh, the other aspect is, of course, now we talk about balanced diet. What does that mean? Balanced diet means that you have uh, a spread of all the micro and the macro nutrients, right? And many research actually show that having a diet, uh, 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 balanced diet uh, uh, containing uh, specific nutrients and a nutrient combination affect uh, you know new health right so uh, these are these are something that uh, uh, research has shown okay it's not like that what's just mm. I just say alone alone yeah. and also on the other hand is are we willing to uh, exercise this is a bad word right if we talk oh we are exercising now there really is a relative thing you know uh, most of us think we exercise but we eat like mad right and and uh, and then being in the COVID situation we are in now we go from home, we order in the food, and, and you know, and we do all that kind of stuff. So exercise uh, right. is important, right? And we know exercise is not just, uh, you know, standing up and stretch yourself and make yourself feel, you know, good. But it also has a physiological impact to that. Mm. When we exercise, we carry all those bad cells, aged cells, old cells that are useless. We carry a bunch of them on our body, right? Yeah. And we are feeding them with food. We're feeding them with energy, but then it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm just so, going to jump in, uh, Dr. Tio. We're talking with Dr. Alex Tio, the regional director for Herbalife Nutrition, and Dr. Jeremy Lim, uh, CEO of Amili. And, and Dr. Lim, of, of course, Herbalife has many, many fans around the world for the supplements that they have. But some might say, well, look, if we just eat a balanced diet, do we need supplements? And, and from your pers- perspective as you are studying gut health, uh, what is the imperative, if there is an imperative, uh, for taking supplements as opposed to just making sure that our diet is a, a balanced nutritional diet? And then that's a, that's a great question that my patients ask me all of the time also. I will confess that I am, that I am reformed. I used to think that supplements were not necessary if one eats a balanced diet. Hmm. But after having spent many years studying food and, and learning just how, nu- just how nu- nutritionally depleted many common foods are, oh, I've come around to, to really the view that, that unless you are prepared to buy only, only good quality foods, so none of the highly processed foods, none of the mixed meats you find very commonly in low-end sausages, and you prepare them yourself, right? Then if you're not able to do that, uh, frankly, I have been converted to the view that 
that some form of really supplementation becomes useful to help us to optimize. I mean, uh, something that, that, that we didn't know until relatively recently was that as many as 40% of the Western population is deplete in vitamin D. And you would imagine that here in Singapore, vitamin D is the sunshine vitamin. Uh, and this is the tropics. We should be fine. But no, we're as deficient as the Western populations. And it really relates to the difference in the diet. And the tomato that we ate 50 years ago is very different from the tomato that we eat today because of the mm. mechanisms in agriculture. And the same thing goes on for lots of the um, uh, meats that are produced with hormones and with uh, and with various stimulants to encourage growth. So we do need to be very careful when we look at what we're eating. And if we're not eating well, then supplementation becomes the easier way to get the nutrients uh, that really one needs for optimal living. Well, this is a question for both of you then, but we'll start with uh, Dr. Lim and then go to Dr. Tio. Uh, if you could be a little bit more specific, because I think our, our listeners would really want to know, what is it? What are the essential essential nutrients that are missing from a modern diet that supplements help to replace? Well, uh, since I'm speaking from the vantage point of the gut microbiome, uh, one of the most important things that very few people like to eat is fiber, mm. right? And I think Alex mentioned that when we eat, we not only feed ourselves as humans, but we feed the microbes. And very ironically, all the crunchy, fibrous parts of the vegetables that people least like to eat, uh, these are the ones that the microbes in us especially love. And these microbes then produce, using the, the fibrous parts of the vegetables and so on, then they, the microbes digest these and produce what in the medical lingo are known as metabolites, things like short-chain fatty acids that strengthen the immune system. So most modern diets today, because of highly processed foods, are short of fiber. Mm. Right? We also spoke about vitamin D earlier and many of the uh, essential minerals and, uh, and many vitamins like selenium and, and really magnesium in a modern diet are typically deficient. Mm -hmm. right. And maybe I'll, just, I'll just make one last quick point before we, hit a, before we turn over to Alex. Um, when, when, we, when we speak of new, uh, when we talk of nutrition, we used to just talk about calories and carbohydrates, fats, proteins, but now it's, been, it's become much more sophisticated. We look at the effects of the food we eat on ourselves and the, and the effects on the microbes within us because that's what really drives health, is that holistic way of thinking about it. Interesting. And Dr. Chu, I yes. mean, obviously you, you, you have your own products to endorse, I know, but what, what do you think are the important aspects uh, or gaps, shall we say, that your supplements fill? I think the gaps is that a lot of people in this modern world thinks that they have adequate of everything, right? And sometimes they go to the pharmacies and they decide to pick whatever they think that they like because someone just told them this is good for you. But reality is that it's also connected to, the, to the, the, the kind of diet they are eating. Now, let's talk about some statistics. In WHO uh, survey, they look at the, the world in terms of the deficiency. They, they found out that uh, ions and calcium uh, constitute about 30% of the world population that, that are lacking, and, and a lot of them are anemic. And, and of course, just Dr. Lee mentioned something about the, uh, you know, vitamin D with sunshine states and you know, stuff like that. It's so easy, right? But the fact is that what's that vitamin going to do with uh, you know other so-called micronutrients? First of all, calcium, 
And calcium is not going to be absorbed. You don't have vitamin D. And if you don't go out there to sun yourself, exercise a little bit on the, on the side, you're not going to get the absorption of calcium that you need. So there are a lot of people with bone issue, loss of bone mass and stuff like that. So in, ad- in addition, also when people talk about immune health, right? Uh, they, they always ask, what do I eat to kind of spruce up that uh, immune health? Now, there are a lot of things. In, in, in journals, I've already talked about it, and people know about it. The zinc, the selenium, the vitamin A, C, E, vitamin B, of course, B6 and B12. Uh, and, and these are very essential, uh-huh. uh, I would say, uh, minerals and vitamins that go into the maintenance uh, of our immune system. Yeah. Dr. So Tio, uh, sorry, if I can just jump in. Uh, we, we do have to wrap up the conversation, but but just finally, uh, if somebody, uh, how does somebody go about finding out what they're short of, what mm. they need more of? Uh, is there an easy way to do it? Is the best way just to go to your doctor and have them, you know, do whatever tests there would be? What's, what's the best way to figure out what we might be missing? Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's a diet, right? If you talk to a dietitian, for example, uh, you say, well, let's sh- you should ask, or he will ask, show me what you eat. And then they, they want to look, know, know a little bit of your um, uh, your lifestyles. Are you sedimentary? Like, are you not working, working out? You're not working out much? And then, of course, hydration. They talk about hydration. And then mm. they talk about exercise. So these are all the combination factors that the, a person who is going to advise somebody what you are going to be lacking or what you should be taking. Uh, it's true that I and from there they build up, uh, you know, the, the, the cases of having help helping you. Yeah, it's a great discussion. Thanks, uh, gentlemen, both for being on with us today. Dr. Alex Tio, the Regional Director for Research and Development at Herbalife Nutrition, and Dr. Jeremy Lim, CEO and co-founder of Amelia. A great discussion, and we look forward to having you on again. Thank you. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.